Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Always aggravated, a Mike Valenti signature podcast. Well, welcome in this week on Always Aggravated. We have a trio of delights for you. One is Roberto vomiting at work, and I <laughs> I think it might be his fault. Uh, we have week one of the NFL in the books, so naturally some grotesque overreactions I will offer you. And then uh, we had a bit of a hiccup. Next week, Dave Richard will return, but we have our fantasy replacement rapid fire where we still answer all of your questions, give you some fantasy football as well. That's all next. On Always Aggravated. So we come to you, oh, I don't know, Tuesday afternoon here. Yeah, it's, Jesus, why do I say I don't know? It's 1230, uh, time of recording. And before we get into the week one of the National Football League and the gross overreactions I have, Roberto, you greeted us this week with the story of how Saturday morning you're producing a show, naturally, and you vomited all over yourself. <laughs> is that is that accurate? Yes. Yeah, speaking of gross, yes, it was a very gross incident. So I get in here, you know, early on Saturday mornings I'm here. I get here around, you know, quarter to seven. And uh, usually what I like to do is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just not a, that early of a morning person. So I always feel like kind of just, you know, your stomach kind of feels weird. And so I like to take me a little Zantac. And then I like to follow that up with a little milk. Oh. To just settle the stomach. Now I go to the marketplace we have set up here in the compound, and uh, it's like a little corner store that's here with a computer that you scan, and then you pay the price gouging that we fall victim to at this company. <laughs> yeah, no, it, I mean the bistro. Premium, the right. bistro is a cool idea, but price gouging your employees isn't. <laughs> so. <laughs> So right, I paid my you know three dollars for this milk or whatever, and uh, uh, and I'm and I'm always so paranoid about expiration dates. So the first thing I do is I look at it, and it said something about like like September twenty something. So I go, okay, that sounds reasonable. It's a little closer than I like, but okay. Wait a minute, a little closer than you like it? September? What was that? At that 5th, point, it was probably 6th? like yeah, right. When do you buy your milk? Six months in advance? Well, I, you, you know, buy it when it's in the cow's tits. Like when, <laughs> when do you plan on I buying like this fresh stuff? milk? Oh. So I get back to uh, the desk and I'm I'm sitting there and I'm opening this milk up, not even thinking about it. I'm working on a show here and I'm twist off the cap and undo the, the little label there. And without even thinking twice about it, I just put it right to my mouth and go straight back. And uh, Paul, Sarah, the guy who's producing next to me, he sees my eyes turning in his white like saucers mm. and I just spit it all over the place i looked inside and it was all like cultured and like rancid and like it was like cottage cheese it was all like i've never had that happen in my life i've never drank bad milk before pre-expiration date by two weeks right that doesn't make any sense i know you couldn't smell it before you no not at all i put it right to my mouth and i thought maybe it was ice because sometimes at home it gets a little maybe gets a little ice does that open up a lawsuit <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think like I'll just I let would, this one pass. I honestly, I think I'd fund you suing this company. 
I'd be just for on-air content. It'd be unbelievable. But it just always day seventeen you know, of the Beauchene milk incident trial. It just always reminds you though to check those expiration dates. But but then you know there's cases where there's a lot of people out there that don't care. A lot of people think that expiration dates are bullshit. Well, yeah. okay, time out. Especially on like canned goods and uh, no nah, expiration dates are law. Right. No, I remember like my grandparents would be like, "Oh, that's a bunch of bullshit." Here, this you know, this expired five years ago. It's fine. Don't worry. I remember. I was a couple, (laughs) a couple Tuesdays ago. I went out and like we had sour cream that was in within two days of expiration. And no, and my wife was like, "It'll be fine. It's within two days." I went, "Nah, I'm going out." Uh -uh. Right. Good for you. You know, I'm not going to get sick on Taco Tuesday. Right. It's not my. No, no, no. There you go. Why don't you put your lips on LeBron's ass, you little super nah. fan? You hear Sully mouthing that? It's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> LeBron is such a goof. <laughs> but um, amongst many. But have you any of you ever had that happen where you ate something ba- or you knew something was expired before after no. you took a no. bite of it? No, because like I don't know. I would assume everyone's had food poisoning once. No, I'm. Yeah, you remember mine? Well, David, you threw up mid-show. <laughs> And I can't say where you got your food from. Yeah, but that's I crazy. remember making that's the crazy. comment saying, "Dude, that sandwich yeah. looked like it got baptized. It was oh, shiny. Yeah. It was, it just wasn't right." I never and saw a black guy turn green before. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was David's best trick ever. No, you know what gets me is like garbage day. I can't like if if the garbage has like let's say you put, oh hell, any produce. Um, any seafood, uh, a, a, like a, an onion that was in there from two days prior, mm. I can't. I can't smell that. I'll just. Mm. I'll start to like. <laughs> I can't do it. I hold my <laughs> breath when I take the garbage out. Mm. I'll tell you the other one that gets me too, and it's crazy. Is an Italian guy. Cold pasta makes me want to throw up. Ah, yeah, I don't like that. Like either. you open the thing to reheat some pasta. Yeah. That smell of cold pasta <laughs> makes me want to absolutely throw up. <laughs> throw up. All right. But no, I've never. I've never. I don't. Well, anything tomato-based that's cold. I mean, I guess other than salsa oh, is disgusting. It's, it's absolutely brutal. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. I, I mean, like, I probably should have drank the whole milk just to like oh, not be know. here this week. Yes, R- right. Maybe they, you know, that could have given me like a, some time off. Let me ask or... you a question. <laughs> Hold on. Let me ask you a question. Would you intentionally make yourself sick to miss? Three straight days of work. <laughs> no. Four straight days of work. I just, I don't know how sick An it would entire week. You drink that rancid milk. You think that would put me out for three or four no, days? No, I'm saying if it got you a week out of this place, yeah. would you drink a, a container of rancid milk? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. You would do that for a week. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You know, hey, I'm gonna be laying on the couch watching uh, Netflix. And, how long uh, would going that to the bathroom? Well, you know, that's how uh, long would that make you sick for? I get, I, I don't know. I mean, if you drank the rant, I'd guess 72 hours of vomiting. That'd be my guess, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. David, you agree on that? Yes. I mean, there was a huge swirl in it, and then it looked oh. like cottage cheese. Oh, it <laughs> <laughs> was awful. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> but for a week off, you would have drank the whole thing. Sure. Sully? But I just keep thinking of when it just hit my lip that I just I, I, I just freaked out. I grabbed the garbage can and just started heaving, oh. dry heaving into the garbage can. Dude, it, yeah. honestly, you know what's funny? <laughs> During a live show. 
You know what's funny when you think about it? That must be amazing because the host probably thought, oh, my God, are we doing that bad of a job? This guy's back here just vomiting. Roberto's operating their video cameras, yeah. and he's like, yeah, I threw up all over the glass that it separated us. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. But like, you ever, like, I knew guys in college, like, at the end of the night, like, if they were just, like, they didn't want to be hung over the next day, they didn't make themselves puke and all that. Wow. I can't. I don't think there is anything worse in this life than throwing up. Yes, I agree. Dude, throwing up is absolutely the worst. And yeah. it happened. It happened a couple months ago to me. Like I just ate. It must have been bad onions and peppers. Wow. Because like I had, I made sausage and peppers, and it was the onions and peppers that I vividly remember uh, exiting my head. <laughs> and oh, man, I had that last. It night. was one of those things. It, it, wow. it, it's look. I at that moment would have rather have been hit by a baseball bat than be vomiting because there is something about the process of throwing up it is and then you see people act like it's no problem they ah whatever i don't i don't feel good i don't want to be hung over tomorrow i'm like ah, i can't, i can't do it i mean i'm not a throw up guy i mean even from food i've never thrown up and and from drinking i'd say i'd only thrown up maybe maybe twice before the age of 19 Oh God! Wow, yeah. that's it! Wow, yep. wow! Discipline, yeah, yeah okay. discipline. All right, that's <laughs> so. Uh, to get to more, re- so you're okay now, though. Yeah, I'm back to normal, and you know, and you're whatever here. that is. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Um, so look, I want to dive into NFL Week One, the overreactions, because Roberto's milk vomit is not really where 45 minutes of podcast content lies. Sully, Day, I, well, I don't think Roberto has any reactions to the NFL. I'm not sure he watched it, but I want to get Sully and David involved on this. I'm going to give you gross overreactions, and you have to say whether you're buying or selling. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there'll be a touch of humor, but I think some of these are actually true. Mm-hmm. I want to start out. NFL Week 1 overreaction number one. The Cleveland Browns actually stink. I'll sell that. Sell? As, Why? As, as bad as they looked, I think it was just a, a classic example of having an entire new offense and no one gels yet. 43-13. I know well, it was terrible, and it was I think it was their biggest loss in years um, in week one. But no, it, it just anytime you have a super team, whether you look at the Miami Heat, whether you, in any sport, anytime you kind of have these super teams assembled with these egos, it takes a little bit to get chemistry right. So I don't think they suck by any means, no. But I also don't think that they're, you know, the Super Bowl type team that people have said. They're somewhere in the middle. I'm buying. <laughs> oh. Baker make Baker Mayfield's decision making is the problem. He's going out there trying to be Oklahoma Baker and not trying to get the ball in the right spots for his playmakers. He has to be a better decision maker. And I'm buying that. I don't see that happening right away for this team. Next year is the year for them, not this year. No, the Browns' problem is the one position group nobody talked about. It's the O-line. Mm. It's just not that good. Mm-hmm. Left tackle gets thrown out of the game, and Greg Robinson, I, I'm just telling you, I think it's why I never like them as an over-candidate to get to 10 or 11. I think they're much closer to 7 or 8. I'm going to buy that the Browns actually stink. And by the way, look at their Week 2 matchup. Yep, they got to go 2 to Jets. And the Jets had Buffalo until C.J. Mosley tweaked his hamstring, and that game turned on a dime. You could see the Cleveland Browns easily open up 0-2. All right, NFL gross overreaction number two. I want to start with David because it involves your team. Mm -hmm. The Steelers aren't actually terrible. They're just the Patriots' bitch. 
Well, that is, yeah, I'm buying that. <laughs> I'm buying that. I don't know and I don't quite understand what their game plan was in week one. I don't know if they were trying to prove a point that they don't need A.B. and trying to find a number two in that. But I didn't like their game plan, and we just cannot beat New England. You didn't run it. You no. didn't pass it. No. Nope. You didn't stop anybody. Nope. Your game plan was there was no plan. Nope. I don't know what that was. And let just let Big Ben stand back there and look around and make plays and scramble. That's not the Big Ben we want. We don't S- need that. Still believe they're going to win that division? After what the Ravens did, I'm questioning that now, but I'm, I'm But you still... don't believe that the Steelers suck? No, they don't suck. All right, no. but they're just the Patriots bitch. Yes. Got it. Okay, Sully? No, I do think the Steelers suck, David. I don't think they're very good this year. Oh, um, and something with Roethlisberger, look, I, we talked about with Eddie Lacy. I know the meme's been floating around with Roethlisberger. He looks, Eddie Lacy? He lo- he lo- uh, Roethlisberger looks extremely out of shape. Extremely. Well, he um, enjoyed his so season. I don't think that he kind of looks like Roberto good. as he gets older. Could <laughs> yeah. could we throw a side by side? Like, could we get yeah. Roberto's big, wide head in a Steelers jersey? His neck isn't big enough. That neck of Big Ben was big. That I, I thought that was photoshopped. That's I real. I was wishing. Man, <sighs> no. Look, I think the Steelers are still a really good football team. I, they can't beat the Pats, and I don't know that anybody is. And, and I'm, and I don't want to go down that road today. But can you imagine? Mm. Patriots are going to add Antonio Brown to that. Mm. They don't even use Josh Gordon, and they're adding Antonio Brown. And like, look right out of the top. We all go into the season thinking Sonny Michelle's going to beat her leading back. Mm-hmm. It's Rex Burkhead who leads him in rushing. Mm-hmm. James White catches a million balls. Jacoby Myers grabs twenty uh, twenty two yard catch. I know. I think that's what Roberto actually wakes up looking like. There you go, Roberto. Oh, <laughs> come on. That's if you put glasses on him. That does look. It does a little bit, doesn't it? Roberto, that you look like Ben Roethlisberger the neck, now. The neck, though. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, it's the neck. You can tell he had a great off season. Wow. Um, but no, Bullfrog. I. Yeah, yeah, that's actually his middle name. Um, no, I, I look. I, I'm still a buyer in the Steelers, but they can't beat the Pats. I don't know if anybody can. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's do overreaction number three. Um, the Straight up, Antonio Brown's going to have a career year on a per-game basis as a New England Patriot. Buy or sell? Overreaction delight. Buy. I think, think it think all so? adds up. I think it's a perfect fit for him. He clearly wanted to be there and not Oakland. Um, I, I have no doubt that he's going to go play well with New England. But a career on a per-game basis? Yeah, he's going to get tons of targets. Uh, I think he'll go off. You think he can get, let's say he starts week two, stays healthy. If he plays 15 games, do you think he could get 130 targets? Yes. Wow. Absolutely, I do. See, I think the target share is what scares me with Antonio Brown there. Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman, the young pups like Jacoby Myers, James White may as well be a wide receiver, but... I think he he's going to be absolutely deadly, but I don't know about the actual counting stats and like on a like certain weeks, Mike. I think he's going to explode, but I, I'm not making that 2007 Randy Moss comparison here. I can't do that. All right, let me take a minute to talk to you about the D Las Vegas. I mean, it's football season. Do you need a reason to go to Vegas? Not really, but football season's a hell of a good one. A weekend with the fellas, watching games gambling, eating, drinking. I mean, my God. You may even see Roberto just 
hanging out at the long bar face down. That's right. Check out the D.com to book your stay today. They got the long bar. They've got their brand new sports book. You'll save a ton of money on the room. Put the money towards something else. Anything you want. Who knows? Maybe a five-team parlay. It's the D.com, the D. Las Vegas. And remember, as always, it is your home for football in Vegas. Team. David, you're yeah. give me into and again keep your Steelers feelings out of it. Well, I refuse to speak his name, so I'm going to say number 84. Okay, um, he is. I'm going to sell that. Man, I don't think he's going to get the targets. I, I agree with you there. I don't think they they spread the ball around a ton. In I New think England. he will impact winning. Yes, more than the numbers suggest. Yes, because he, when you put him on that field, the way they deploy their chess pieces, it makes me wonder if New England. Who we all kind of said, geez, post Gronk, what will they look like? David Andrews, they lose their starting center for the year. And you go, look, they're still going to be good. Their division's bad, mm-hmm. but maybe 10 and six, get in the playoffs, whatever. Now, the way they looked opening night mm-hmm. and the signing of Antonio Brown, NFL gross overreaction after week one, is the Patriots could challenge 16 and 0. Could you? Um, it's a gross overreaction. React to it. I don't think that's a gross overreaction because I I think they will go sixteen and zero. I just don't Dave. see anyone on their pathway that can beat them at all. We already know what the East is in the AFC. So the rest of their opponents, they beat the Steelers already. I you know, I'm not looking at their schedule right now, but I just don't see someone beating this team. I can I can give you the schedule. I mean, again, it's 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 never the team you expect. Who went like you get these shocking games, right? Like we we looked at Washington being up 17-0 on Philly. Look, you look at the Patriots schedule. They have the Dolphins this week. Now, now I know they've had trouble with Miami in the past, yep. but you're talking about a mutiny down there. It's Dolphins, Jets, Bills, Redskins, Giants. That's got six and zero written all over yes. it, right? Then it's Jets again, seven and zero. Cleveland at Baltimore would be the first game yes. where I go, okay. Then it's at Philly. On November 17th. Another one. Home Dallas at Houston, home KC. I got to be honest with you. You get through that four-game gauntlet, yes. you're going undefeated. Okay. I, I I cannot predict a team to go undefeated, no. but I get why mentally it was one of the first things I thought of. I will sell it, but I'll be damned if they are not absolutely the Super Bowl favorite again. Yes, yeah, see, I think that is an overreaction. I get the hype. I get that they no killed, shit. They these are all the, overreactions. They killed the Steelers and they're getting the AB. But come on, to go sixteen and zero, everything has to go your way every single game. That's why I can't say no. No, that's sixteen and zero. That's going to happen. I, I got to sell that. All right, all right. Number four, grotesque NFL overreactions from Week One. The Ravens have the most exciting offense in the NFL. Note, I didn't say best. I said on a watchability standpoint. They are the most exciting offense in the National Football League. Buy or sell. It's okay. I Listen, you can shoot it down. You could say Miami is, is Roberto's spoiled milk. You could say that there's no way that they're going to continue to do it. You could say that they're going to get into real football games and they're going to look different and be more ground-oriented. I'm buying it because all offseason they told us what they were going to look like. They told us there was going to be an Oklahoma feel to it. That they were going to use, you know, spread concepts, let Lamar cut it loose, throw it 30 times a game, et cetera. And what did they do in week one? Yeah. They delivered on it. And that's a look, the only thing the Miami Dolphins have, they got a pretty good secondary. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently yep. not against Baltimore. I'm buying it. I think the Ravens are going to be the most fun team to watch offensively 
in football. I'm buying it as well. I think you, when you watch that game, there's just so many playmakers to spread the ball around to. Plus, Marquise Brown, you know, Miles Boykin, uh, Willie Sneed, certainly Mark Ingram looked really good too. Why, I'm going to buy that. Why is everyone calling him Marquise Brown? Hollywood? It's Hollywood. <laughs> right, right. Like, at Oklahoma, I never once said, there goes Marquise Brown. It's Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. If my nickname was Hollywood, you think I'd go by Mike? <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, the, the broadcasters, I think, called him Marquise Brown as well. Where, no, but it's only started with the NFL. Yeah. Why? I, I, I refuse. I'm calling him Hollywood, Hollywood Brown. All right, grotesque NFL overreaction number five. Matt Patricia, in fact, is actually a homeless man. Oh. <laughs> That's not an overreaction. Not an overreaction. <laughs> no, I, li, 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 no. I mean, just the, 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 the imagery Sunday of, you know, this guy in a poncho and an unkept beard with a pencil he doesn't have a pad to write on, on a crutch, looking disheveled and shaking his head. It, it just is like, man, if there was ever a character you would create that would coach the worst franchise in sports, the Lions, it would be Matt Patricia, mm-hmm. a guy who sort of looks homeless but isn't and makes more money than you. Mm-hmm. It's really the most offensive thing ever. <laughs> but then he'll criticize you for your posture. Great. At least I shave. All right. um, Question number six, because I don't expect to spend real time on the Matt Patricia thing, unless you want to. Like, Matt Patricia... The overreaction is that the correct statement would be, all jokes aside, Matt Patricia is not the right guy for the Lions. Okay. But that's... We're going to handle that on the day show. Well, no, but I'm saying that would be the overreaction that would at least be able to react to. It is amazing how much Sully really misses why I do the things I do. Let me ask you a question. Do you think I don't realize that? Do you think I would include that on the pod, meaning I wouldn't do it on the show? No, I would just more of a, as a sub point to the jokes about the homeless. Okay, stuff. save it. Save it for where the, the 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 day show is. David's just snickering at you, and it's 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 adorable. Um, all right, let me ask you this question: If Patricia looks like actual homeless guy, what does Bill Belichick look like? Ugh. Grandpa. A pure genius. That's what he looks like. He can do and wear whatever he wants. He I wins. want Roberto to start wearing the cutoff hoodie with the T-shirt underneath it. Can you do that for me on Fridays? <laughs> I, I, I did that yesterday. Much. That's perfect. <laughs> That's absolutely perfect. Um, noted overreaction number six. Which of these is more true? The Cowboys offense is just that good or the New York football Giants' defense is just that bad, or overreaction poo-poo platter, both are true. Hmm. See, I questioned the Dallas performance there. Was that Dak trying to prove a point? Can he do that every week? I think the Giants' defense, though, is that bad. I just don't think Dak can do that and the offense can do that every week he really wanted to prove a point in week Sully yeah I'd say Giants defense is more bad than Cowboys offense is good it's what Dak always does there's games where he goes out and he acts like he's the you think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league and the next game he'll just be terrible here's what I'll say new offensive coordinator Kellen Moore yeah change the way that offense operates it's not static anymore there's motion yeah there's a lot of speed I think Michael Gallup's interesting they actually aired it out against the Giants and didn't ground and pound. If they have those capabilities now, that offense is going to be one of the five best in football. 
And as far as the Giants go, and I've said this all offseason, I think the Giants are going to be historically bad on defense. Mm -hmm. Buckle up. I think both are true. Well, and I think Kellen Moore, it was over 80% of Dallas's snaps offensively included motion. Yep. Versus the Linehan days where they had none. Uh, overreaction. The Colts will be better and the Chargers will be worse than preseason expectations. Meaning the Colts are going to go over their win total. The Chargers are going to go under. I thought the Colts were awesome in week one. Yes. Marlon Mack was a stud. Brissett was a good game manager. The Colts in this game, they lose in overtime. Let's see. Missed two field goals. They ended up with a personal foul on a field goal attempt for the Chargers, giving them a first down, which resulted in a touchdown. They had a touchdown taken off the board because Eric Ebron kind of chuckled the ball. If the Colts make one less mistake, they go to L.A. and beat the Chargers. Yep. And with the Chargers, I've said this, no Melvin Gordon, no Derwin James, no Russell Okung. I'm going under Chargers over Colts after week one. Gross overreaction or not? The Colts think it's not an overreaction because in week one of Cash the Ticket, on my sexy stat time, oh I God. believed that the Colts are going to be better than the six and a half, which is what Vegas said at the time. And now you have Nick Foles out. I think. They have poor, a better shot man. to finish second in the division now. I really poor, like poor, that team. Poor big dick Nick. <laughs> poor guy. Well, that's his nickname. We can't say that on the day show, but that's his nickname. <laughs> if I had that nickname, you would never have to feel sorry for me. <laughs> okay. Very, thank very you. sad. Thank you for that. Um, all right. Overreaction. Grotesque overreaction if they're NFL week one. The New York Jets as a team are just as bad as their new uniforms. <laughs> the loss to the Bills, blowing a big lead, can't get it going, couldn't do anything vertically. You're targeting Jamison Crowder 50 times. Talk to me on this. I, I got to be honest, the Jets are one of the teams I don't know what to do with. I'm higher on the Bills than the Jets. That's why I picked the Bills in the game. They just grind. The Jets, as much as I love Sammy Darnold, I don't love that team. Is that an overreaction? Well, and let me start by saying I think the uniforms are worse than the team. I thought those were terrible when they I was watching like the game. They look like a CFL team, don't yes. they? I, I like, kinda, the, like the Edmonton Eskimos or some shit. Or like the, it's like too close to the Eagles almost. Some of the jerseys they've worn in the past. I was watching the game. I couldn't tell if it was the Eagles or the Jets. David, gross overreaction. Jerseys are every bit as bad as the team. The team is every bit as bad as the jerseys. I think the jerseys are about a 6-10 and 10 styling. So basically, I'm asking you: Do you believe the Jets are going six and ten? I think they'll be better than six to ten. I actually like the jerseys. I'm do a fan really? of those jerseys, the glossy, shiny helmet. There. David David remembers the New York sack exchange <laughs> with Mark Gastineau. I, it does. It does sound like I should be watching the Saskatchewan. Uh, you Rough know, whatever. Ride, right. Yeah. It, it, we just had a CFL <laughs> look to it. Yeah. All right. Grotesque overreaction after NFL Week One. The Nick Foles injury will tank the Jags into a death spiral, and they end up 4-12. and 12. Oh, this one's sad, but I would say that is, I will buy that. Um, Gar Gardner, Gardner Minshew. Minshew. Yeah, I, I don't believe in Gardner Minshew. I know he uh, really started the game 7-for-7 seven seven and looked good, but no, I love Big Dick Nick. He's fantastic. Oh. Uh, and that injury is going to hurt them more than they think. You're not going to sell me that Gardner Minshew is going to be the next... Uh, dare I say, Dak Prescott-type guy in terms of production, even though I don't like Dak. Well, and here's the thing, and then, David, I want to hear from you. Look look at the next couple of weeks. 
where with a rookie QB who they never intended on playing, they got to go at Houston. Houston got their hearts broken last night in New Orleans, should have won the game. But at Houston, then home to Tennessee, at Mile High against Denver, at Carolina, home New Orleans. Listen, you could absolutely start this season 0-5. 0-6. Who the hell are they beating? They've already shown they can't win without a quarterback. That defense is going to turn on this offense. Now, look, they got at Cincinnati. They got the Jets after that. They can get a win, but who are they beating? I'm telling you, I, I don't think it's an overreaction to suggest that Foles being out six to eight weeks, it puts their season at a point where by the time he comes back, maybe four and 12 is on the board. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy it. David? Yeah, I'm definitely buying. They are going the other way. The other direction now they are not going to be good anymore on a personal level i want them to because i love the mustache of Minshew, and i oh, want to Jesus. see him in the news non-stop leading his team to victories i just don't see it they're a bad team you know what's funny with Minshew, and it shows you how decisions in life can shape everything like just he was gonna go in in the transfer portal and be a backup at alabama mm-hmm. and mike leach had to convince him to stay at washington state you'll be our starter You'll throw the ball a million times, and he ends up staying. And he ends up leading the country in passing. And then he ends up getting taken by the Jags. And then Big Dick Nick breaks his collarbone. And the next thing you know, look at this. From being a guy who was never going to get drafted Mm -hmm. to a guy who wasn't going to play his senior year to a guy who he's starting in the NFL for a five, six, seven-week run. Mm -hmm. And if he he does okay, he's going to make himself – some coin. People will notice that. They'll they'll keep him around. He was super sharp in that game. Was he 22 of 25? Yes. Chiefs defense blows. I was going to say, maybe the story of that game is the defense of the Chiefs. Oh, it's, it's bad. supposed to be improved, but it's, it's not. Sounds like you and that one song we play for you. <laughs> oh, it was bad. Right. All right. Last grotesque overreaction that I have to offer before we get Sully and David to offer you one. And I'm buying it. The Miami Dolphins will go 0-16. Look, they are tanking for Tua. And now, after the week one embarrassment of losing 100-10, to you had players demanding trades. You already had them trading some of the better players on the team. You had a lot of noise in the preseason where players were upset with ownership for political activity. We'll leave that alone. The point I'm making is you have off-the-field strife, a rookie head coach, you had the coach basically side with the league and the whole Jay-Z thing and the Kenny Stills situation. They go out. They lose by 100. They quit. Players demand trades. I already thought they were a 1-15, and 2-14 team, okay? Guys, I think it's very real they could go 0-16. Yeah, I think they're that bad. And I had a terrible pick week one with the Dolphins. I thought they'd be better than this. But no, this is a team that's going to be historically bad. I have to believe they find a win somewhere. It's the NFL. Come on now. They have to find a win. They're all professionals. They have to go out there and want to win and play great. They have to find one somewhere. I mean, they're in the AFC East, for God's sake. Maybe they can beat the Jets or the Bills one week. Have to. Now. Do you have an overreaction that I have missed? Do you have something that I have not given you? Let me offer you one. Oh, jeez. The Vi- and I saw this one earlier, and I'm going to kind of just expand on it here. The Vikings 
are good enough to make the playoffs without throwing the football. Kirk Cousins only threw 10 total passes in their victory over the Falcons. Overreaction or not, the Vikings are good enough to play ball like this and still make the playoffs. If you could tell me that Dalvin Cook stayed healthy, I'd believe it. I thought Dalvin Cook looked amazing. He looked absolutely amazing. But, Mike, I can't buy that because Dalvin Cook has missed 14 games in two years. You show me Dalvin Cook healthy, I'd buy it. But, no, way too early for me. Big powers at it again, leaving people in the dark. How many of you are messing around with flashlights and candles like idiots during power outages? Stop it. Don't do it anymore. Go solar. Power Home Solar makes it easy to switch to solar by hooking you up with battery storage with your installation so there's no more searching for a flashlight when Big Power leaves you in the dark. And make no mistake, Big Power Company, they don't give a damn about you. It'll leave you in the dark for four days. You think they care? Number one residential solar provider is Power Home Solar. 30-year warranty on the American-made panels that they install. You will own your power, not just rent it from the power company. So get it done. They've installed panels at Ford Field and Allen Park. They're the official sponsor of the Lions. If solar's right for you, you think it might be right for you, go to powerhome.com. That's powerhome.com or give them a call today, 1-800-SOLAR-15. That's 1-800-SOLAR-15. Schedule your free solar consultation today. Don't rent your power. Own it with help from Power Home Solar. David, you got one you want to offer? Yeah, and it's actually in the same matchup. The Atlanta Falcons... They're done for. No. Their offense no. did not look good. Matt Ryan and company, they're done. Their window is closed. Is that overreaction? My three NFC teams, if I were going to bet to make the Super Bowl, were to pack the Eagles and Atlanta. Atlanta at a big price. I'm not ready to bail on them yet. Oof. Well, listen, hold on. They got a tough, what is it? They got uh, they got Philly going to Atlanta this week. Isn't that uh, one of the games of the week? That's the Sunday night game, I think. Oh, baby. Oh, baby, Philly minus one at Atlanta. Yeah, that's Sunday night. Uh, yep. Dirty Birds are going to get this done. <laughs> Come on now. I can't bail on them. I really like that roster. I really like that team. I, I was mortified by how they played. Oof. All right, let's get to the fantasy uh, rapid fire. Dave Richards, CBS Sports, will return next week. A little bit of a scheduling issue, not a problem. It's not like I'm incapable of doing this. I just really like Dave's insights. Sully, you collected the questions from the people. Let's get as many of these as we can, starting now. All right, Mike. Fantasy football questions. Here we go. Why did you just Full repeat PPR. what I said? Just because I was scrolling up. I need oh two seconds God. to scroll up. Full PPR. Who do you like better, Devontae Freeman or John Brown? John Brown. Full PPR? Yep. Devontae Freeman doesn't catch enough balls. I, I, And again, John Brown's the number one receiver for Buffalo, and Josh Allen's a madman where he'll throw at least three or four balls 50 yards down the field. I'll take John Brown. Time to freak out on Mike Evans yet? No, it's one game, but I really didn't understand what was going on. I think like eight or ten Buccaneers had the shits. They had the stomach flu. Just a weird game. No, I want to watch week two. Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray in week two? Kyler's got Baltimore. Baker's got the Jets. Uh, I would still say Baker. I'm not ready to go all in on Kyler Murray, and Kyler is going to have a rude awakening against the Raven D. How about this one? Will Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, it's Hollywood. be worth starting or just one-week luck? I think it's one-week luck because I'm very, very big into two things, target share but also snap count. Marquise Brown only played 14 snaps. 14 of a total of like 70. I can't do it. He's not a part of their offense yet. I, I'm not starting him on on, on those amount of, of starts. Running back-wise, do you like Joe Mixon better or Marlon Mack? 
Marlon Mack. Mixon's banged up on a bad team. Marlon Mack already showed you. No Andrew Luck, no problem. He gutted the Charger defense. Where do you rank Antonio Brown the rest of the season? By the way, Dave Richard has him top 12. As a wide receiver? Yep. Yeah, I'd put him top 10. I think Antonio Brown's going to be unbelievably effective there. And the fact that they put the carrot of $20 million of guaranteed money, I think Antonio is playing for every dollar he lost in Oakland. I think he's playing to prove to prove himself, to gain his legacy back. I, I, I think top 10 wide out, no question. I'd put him right on par with a guy like Mike Evans. From Tyler, should I start TJ Hawkinson over Jared Cook yes. this week? Look, I think Hawkinson's going to be a stud here. And he already showed it. That That's not a rookie tight end. Stop treating him like a rookie tight end. You know, Jared Cook is Jared Cook. That's fine. I'd much rather have Hawkinson. And he's going to be featured in this deal. And the Lions showed you in week one. They're willing to go downfield with him. Run after the catch. All of it. Yeah, no, Hawkinson for sure. Can I rely on Lamar Jackson as my quarterback one throughout the season? Or should I stay with Cam Newton? Uh, you don't have you don't have a bad choice there at all, but I I think Lamar's got an opportunity to break the break the scoring system, break the cheat code. Those rushing yards are huge. I I, I would go Lamar. I think you're playing with upside. I think Cam is safe and sound. I think Cam could be number five, number six, number seven. What you really need to do is trade one of them and make the rest of your team better. Player comparison: Philip Lindsay or Carlos Hyde moving forward. Still say Lindsey, but boy, did I love seeing Houston give Carlos Hyde the lead yeah, job. He the, good. the problem is the lead job in Houston still only gives you 10 carries, but he grabbed 83, 84, 85 yards, whatever it is. But I would say Lindsey until I see more of Hyde. Next one from Blake. I like this one. Kind of a trade type question for you. I have Kittle and Kelsey playing Kittle at flex. Do I try and flip one for a top wide receiver or do I yes. keep both on my team? No, I'm never a fan of playing two tight ends there. You got such an advantage playing Kelsey at tight end. Go get yourself a wide receiver for the flex spot. Roberto, why is it so cold in here? <laughs> we are we are currently taping this podcast. It's about 48 yeah, degrees in here. I'm Actually, sitting the thermostat is at 70. I usually keep it at 68. The cold air. You got this fake tree in well, your yeah, studio. Yeah, you're right under the Oh my fan. god. No. It's freezing. I know. I like it 66 in here if possible. Why? What do you like to pinch your nipples? Yeah, it just keeps you motivated. It's keeps you running. Freezing. Keeps you motivated. Next. All right, from Dan, do you think David Montgomery is worth keeping in the flex in a PPR given his share of touches in week 1? I think eventually, yeah, but I'm not comfortable the first month of the season. I think you got to get Mike Davis out of the way first. How do you think Antonio Brown will affect the production of Josh Gordon? The only thing I would tell you is anytime you sign up for New England, you have to be prepared for variance. Very few guys just go out every week and give you the same thing. Like Julian Edelman usually does. Gronk used to. But like one week it's Rex Burkhead and one week one week it's James White and one week it's a four, guy who used to play lacrosse in college and the next week it's I think there will be variants but I think Josh Gordon and and Antonio Brown are the two Patriot wideouts I would want Edelman I'm looking for touchdowns and Edelman's not going to be a high touchdown guy I I really think red zone wise man Josh Gordon's a beast that touchdown he scored this week. Just he flashed all his athletic ability, all of his strength. I mean, just I think you got to be prepared for a little bit of inconsistency, but man, the risk is probably worth it. On the flip flip side, a couple questions asking this: How does Antonio Brown's departure affect the Raiders' wide receivers? How many Antonio Brown questions do we have? I don't want any of their wide receivers. I know Tyrell Williams played well Week One, but I'm not really interested in anything to do with that passing game outside of Darren Waller, the uh, the tight end. 
Need your help here. Which wide receiver do you like best for the rest of the season PPR? John Brown, Hollywood Brown, or John Ross? Of those three, John Brown, no doubt. One guy's a rookie who barely plays, and the other guy is a third-year player who's a deep ball-only specialist. No, John Brown. Two of these running backs, Philip Lindsay, Sonny Michelle, Duke Johnson. Jesus Christ. Wow. Talk about three guys I don't like. Um, Sony Michelle barely. I mean, did Sony Michelle play Sunday night? What was that? I would say give Sony Michelle another run and go with Lindsay. This Duke Johnson thing, I'm not sold. If Carlos Hyde can walk in and be the starting running back and Duke Johnson's relegated to third down duty, you need guys who actually play. I, I need to see them use Duke Johnson more. Mike, do you recommend having one defense and sticking with them the entire season or working the waiver wire a few different times? I like to carry three defenses. I like to have options every week, and I'll I'll always glance ahead three, four weeks from now, what defense would I like? I like to carry multiple defenses. Mm. That's just something I've always done. It's worked out. From Ryan, should I be scared about Devontae Adams looking mediocre? No, it's week one. It was a defensive battle. It was in Chicago. No. I mean, come on, guys. Like, Devontae Adams and Mike Evans and... Tyler Lockett, like these are really good players. It's one week. You gotta fucking breathe. Yeah, there's a, a, a lot of questions about Mike Evans being a bust. Why? It's one week. Half the team had the shits. I think he had the stomach flu. Let's just <laughs> let me see Thursday night against Carolina, and then we'll all panic together. Sammy Watkins is he a sure start every week now in a twelve team league? Until his feet fall apart, he is hundred percent. Tell you the guy I, I love there is LaShawn McCoy now. Yeah. Again, it's like Carlos Hyde. What does it say about Damian Williams if the coaching staff brings in LaShawn McCoy and makes him the primary running back? You really have to look at stuff like that. Thoughts on David Montgomery moving forward. Is Nagy's scheme concerning? No. Mike Davis's presence is. Once they show me that they're going to give him the backfield for Mike Davis, he becomes an automatic start. But until then, no, I'm not interested. Who do you like better between the Jets' defense or the Vikings' defense overall? Vikings. All, come on. Vikings all day, every day. Is Darren Waller legit? Yes. I think he is. I think he's a legit starter in a 12-team league. Absolutely. Seven catches, 70 yards on debut against the Bronco D? Absolutely. Will Deshaun Jackson be the go-to guy in Philly? No, but he's going to be startable. It's pretty clear. He looks fabulous physically. I can't believe it. And Carson Wentz, that's the one dimension they were missing. It's part of the reason I think Wentz is going to win the MVP and they're going to go to the Super Bowl. That's a that's a guy that's going to take the lid off defense. It's going to open everything else up that they're doing. By the way, shout out to Darren Sproles, noted old guy. Crazy. Nine carries, six grabs. Guy's like 40 years old and four feet tall, and there he is doing his damn thing. It's unbelievable. I always like to point back when he was third string behind Ladanian Tomlinson and Michael Turner. Right. What a backfield in San Diego, huh? Back when they used to be called San Diego. We always get that confused, too, now. Whatever. Find me. Is the Raiders offense for real? No. Next. Should I add Malcolm Brown now that he's getting an equal share of touches? Yes, we talked about this during our fantasy football preview that I don't care what you think of Todd Gurley, you have to go get these other Ram running backs. Daryl Henderson was given a red zone touch. Question about him as well. Yeah, Malcolm Brown, listen, got double-digit carries. They kind of preserved Gurley until the fourth quarter and then turned him loose. Well, bottom line, if you're in a timeshare in arguably one of the best offenses in football – that's a very playable commodity. I think Malcolm Brown, I listen, if you're smart like me, I drafted him draft night. I got him for a dollar. I listen, I don't give a damn. I got him for a buck. 
But if, you know, you're a Beekman and you want to run out there and scramble on your waiver wire, yeah, I'd spend a shitload of money to get Malcolm Brown on my team because you're going to get touches every week. I have Mark Andrews and TJ Hawkinson. Should I sell one of them or play both? Play both for the next two weeks. Really make sure that production's real. I'm I'm Mark Andrews' army for life. I love Mark Andrews. I loved him at Oklahoma. I loved the draft pick by the Ravens. And, man, they turned him loose in that offense. I think he had seven for 104 and a touchdown. Hawkinson, huge week one. But let's see it a few more weeks. What do you got to lose? I, I mean, at your, your, your best case, they both keep performing. Now you can hold a king's ransom. I wouldn't make a move yet. Can we expect Cam Newton to rebound and put up consistent fantasy numbers this season? Yes. Is Julian Edelman still a starter, or should I trade him? Well, I'm assuming you play three receivers. He's a wide receiver number three in my book. Will, excuse me, would you keep Lamar Jackson or trade him when his value is high? Oh, I I'm would, offered Lamar for Le'Veon Bell right now. Wouldn't do it. Well, it depends on your scoring. It depends who your backup is. To me, Lamar could win you your league. And if you're going to trade that away, you better be damn sure you got a quarterback underneath that's going to be able to basically be steady Eddie. Do you have a Russell Wilson as your backup? You know, do you have a guy that you can put out there that's going to be good? Because you're giving up a huge advantage at quarterback. You really are. I think his rushing totals, he was awesome week one and he didn't even run the ball. I, I'd hold on to him unless somebody offered me an unbelievable deal. Mike, simple question for you. Who do you view as the top three DSTs in fantasy this year? I think Bears, obviously. I really, really, really like the Dallas Cowboys this year. And mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people may not like that, but you're going to get two games against the Giants, two games against the Redskins. That's 25% of your season. And if I remember right, all four of those matchups come before week 16 of the schedule, meaning four of your 14 starts. So now you're approaching a third of your starts are against dog shit. I think Chicago, I think Dallas. I think New England is super, super mm-hmm. sneaky there too. I'd go with those three. Perfect way to end it. All right. There's the uh, Fantasy Rapid Fire. Dave Richard will return next week. All right. Thanks for listening. As always, don't forget, Cash the Ticket, our other podcast, comes out on Thursdays. It's available right in the same places as this podcast, Always Aggravated, Radio.com, iTunes, wherever you get your pods. And if you would, leave a review. Five stars on both. Hey. We're doing a decent job here, and I know you guys are too. Appreciate it. Subscribe, pass it on, and we'll talk to you next week.